Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 193 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I am previewing the upcoming Super Bowl for the fourth year in a row. Let's talk about it. Super Bowl 56 will be the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. It will be played in SoFi Stadium, the home of the Rams. They are the first team ever to host the Super Bowl. Let's start talking about the Rams first. Because no one should be all that surprised to see the Rams in the Super Bowl. They have Sean McFay, who already in his young coaching career is in his second Super Bowl in five years. And at 36 years old, if he were to win the game, he would tie Mike Tomlin as the youngest coach ever to do so. And he's coaching some of the best players, starting with wide receiver Cooper Cup, who had a lead leading 145 catches this year with 16 touchdowns. I mean, Cooper Cup was a guy who we all thought was a really good wide receiver. This year, he has taken his game to the next level. He is now a definitive top five wide receiver up there with Devontae Adams, with DeAndre Hopkins. He was only four catches shy of tying Michael Thomas for the most catches in an NFL season ever. Thomas at 149 back in 2019. Then you have Matthew Stafford, the quarterback for the Rams, who threw 40 touchdowns for the first time in over a decade in his first year with the team. This was the biggest question mark on the Rams. Was Matthew Stafford going to work out with them? And for the most part, he has done so. They are in the Super Bowl. He has gotten them where they need to be. Now he just needs to finish the job and win his first Super Bowl title. For the longest time, Matthew Stafford has been thought of a guy who just puts up stats, like a Phillip Rivers type. Like you knew what you were going to get from Phillip Rivers. You were going to get these excellent statistical seasons, but the Chargers were always going to fall short. We all felt the same way about Matthew Stafford, but now he's gone somewhere where even Phillip Rivers has never gone to the Super Bowl. This is a big moment for Matthew Stafford. And then you get the unsung hero of the Rams, Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players in NFL history who once again had an excellent season with over 12 sacks. His fifth straight year with double digit sacks. I feel like we don't talk about this enough, but when the Rams first went back to LA with the Chargers. We all thought that this was going to be a disaster, but now I think the Rams are the clear team of Los Angeles. They have become the dominant team way over the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers have Justin Herbert, but the Rams have now gone to two Super Bowls since going back to LA. They are LA's football team until further notice. This would be the Rams' first Super Bowl victory since 2000 back when they had Kurt Warner winning MVPs. They had Marshall Falk. They had Torrey Holt. They had Isaac Bruce. I mean, that team was loaded offensively, and this team has a lot of those same components. I mean, even Odell Beckham Jr. has started to put up some serious numbers with the LA Rams. He has become a factor in a way that a lot of us did not think was going to happen. In no way were the Rams the favorite to make the Super Bowl in the NFC. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and Tom Brady with the Buccaneers, but I think this is the better storyline to see a guy in Matthew Stafford who has never played in the big game before. Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl. Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. Now we get to see if Matthew 
Matthew Stafford is a big-time player, and if he's going to step up, I think that's an interesting storyline to see these two quarterbacks who have never played in this big game before, because when you watch these games and you see Tom Brady versus Jared Goff-type matchup, you know that Tom Brady is going to come up big because he's Tom Brady. In this game, the biggest selling point is you do not know which player is going to come up big. I think Matthew Stafford is going to come up big, but you just don't know. That's the excitement of seeing a new quarterback play in the Super Bowl for the first time. You don't know how he's going to react. You know how Tom Brady was going to react. He was going to come up calm, cool, and collect. You don't know the same with Matthew Stafford. Again, the Rams weren't the favorite to make the Super Bowl, but it's not that big of a surprise that they made it. The Bengals, on the other hand, were predicted by no one to play in the last NFL game of the year. Like the Rams, they are led by a young head coach in Zach Taylor, who's only 38 years old and once coach under McFay. To get here, the Bengals have won three close playoff games against the Raiders, 26-19, the Titans, 19-16, and the Chiefs, 27-24 in an overtime thriller, stopping Mahomes from going to his third straight Super Bowl. The Bengals do have a bit of an underdog quality. No matter how this game plays out, they are big winners this year. They've got two of the best young offensive players in the league with Joe Burrow, who has a chance to be the first player ever to win a Heisman Award, a National Championship, and the Super Bowl. This guy is just a winner on every level. And then you have Jamar Chase, who tied for the second most touchdowns ever for a rookie wide receiver with 13, the most being 18 by Randy Moss back in 1998. This is the Bengals' first trip to the Super Bowl since 1989, where they lost to Joe Montana for the second time. He previously beat them in the Super Bowl in 1982. If Burrow wins the Super Bowl, he would be tied with Joe Montana as the third youngest quarterback to have a Super Bowl title at 25 years old, behind only Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, who were 24, and Big Ben Roethlisberger, who was the youngest at 23 years old. And Burrow would be only the third quarterback ever to win both a national championship and a Super Bowl, the other two being Joe Namath and Joe Montana. So if your name is Joe, you're going to win a lot of big football games. And Burrow is in only his second season in the NFL. There are only six other quarterbacks to make the Super Bowl in their second year, and they are Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Colin Kaepernick, and Russell Wilson. With Warner, Brady, Wilson, and Roethlisberger all going on to win the Super Bowl. So Joe Burrow is joining some exclusive list if he wins a Super Bowl. All the pressure, however, is on the Rams to win this game because they have mortgaged their long-term future to win now. In recent years, they've traded two first-round picks and a fourth-round draft pick for corner Jalen Ramsey. They traded two first and a third and Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. And finally, they traded a second and a third-round pick for Vaughn Miller. Since 2016, the team has traded six first-round draft picks. They need to be rewarded for those moves with a Super Bowl title. And so far, they've gotten what they've won it out of Matthew Stafford. He's gotten a lot better than they were with Jared Goff was there. But if he, like Goff, loses in the Super Bowl, what did you really accomplish? For this Matthew Stafford trade to work out, you need to win a Super Bowl title because you were able to get to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. If you want to be that much better, then you have to end up winning the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford needs to win this Super Bowl. And Sean McFay needs to win this Super Bowl. He keeps being heralded as an offensive genius. It's okay for you 
to lose the Super Bowl in your first appearance to Bill Belichick, it's not okay for you to lose to Zach Taylor. If you are one of the very best offensive minds in the history of football, you need to win the big game. No offense to the Bengals, but this is the Rams' absolute best opportunity to win the Super Bowl. They're not playing the Patriots with Tom Brady. They're not playing Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're playing Burrow and an overachieving Cincinnati Bengals team. This needs to be the Rams convincingly winning the Super Bowl. That's how I think this needs to play out for the Rams. They need to win at all costs, but it should be a pretty convincing victory. And I think a lot is on the line for Matthew Stafford. I mean, Stafford has already proven a lot of people wrong. Yes, he did have a league-leading 17 interceptions, and he threw four six picks this season, but for the most part, he's been as good as advertised, and he's really impressed so far this postseason. He's thrown 14 touchdowns and only one interception, and had a massive clutch moment with a game-winning drive against Brady and the Buccaneers, and he beat the Niners in overtime. He's thought of as a proverbial loser, and winning the Super Bowl would change that and possibly get us to start thinking about him as a Hall of Fame level quarterback. Yes, it sounds crazy to say, but look at the stats that Matthew Stafford has put up in the NFL. If you add a Super Bowl title to that, he has a very good chance of being an NFL Hall of Famer. He would have the one thing that Philip Rivers doesn't have, and some of us do think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but if Matthew Stafford wins a Super Bowl title, I think that puts Matthew Stafford ahead of a guy like Philip Rivers. I really do think the Super Bowl can make you a Hall of Fame player. There was a moment when it looked like Matt Ryan was going to win the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Patriots, and I think if Matt Ryan had won that game, he would have cemented his legacy as a Hall of Fame quarterback. The only reason that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback is because he won two Super Bowls. Matthew Stafford has all the stats. He's thrown for 4,000 yards almost every year he's been in the NFL. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to Canton. And if he loses that game, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I think it's that simple. I think if Matt Ryan had won that Super Bowl, we would talk about him like he's a Hall of Famer. Now he's a borderline candidate. The same will be said for Matthew Stafford if he loses this Super Bowl. If you win the Super Bowl, you're a Hall of Famer. And I think that's meaningful and it should be meaningful to Stafford. The stats are there on his resume. What's missing is the winning and this could put him over the top as a Hall of Fame candidate. Because if he wins the Super Bowl with the Rams, we can look back at his legacy with the Lions and say none of that losing was his fault. That organization is just a dumpster fire. But if he loses this game with the Rams, we can say he's just not a big game quarterback. Matthew Stafford desperately needs to win this football game. That's the fascinating thing about this game is the quarterback matchup. I mean, Joe Burrow is in the beginning of a career. While Matthew Stafford is really trying to cement his legacy, Joe Burrow is starting to begin his legacy as an all-time great quarterback. I mean, a victory here, and we go on the Joe Burrow parade. I mean, Joe Burrow already feels like a big winner of this game, because if he gets blown out, we'll say, oh, that wasn't even supposed to happen. That team wasn't even supposed to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, Joe Burrow is kind of made for life because he's on the Cincinnati Bengals. All the expectations are on Stafford and the Rams because they're built to win. We're all surprised that the Bengals are even here in the first place. And I think that pressure can cause the heavy favorites to lose. I mean, the 2001 Rams lost to the 2001 Patriots. That team had Kurt Warner in the prime of his career, while the Patriots had a second-year Tom Brady, who was a first-year star. 
starter and they beat that team that we consider one of the best offensive teams in recent football history. The pressure of the Super Bowl can get the best of you. It's almost like it would have been better for the Rams to play a team like the Chiefs or Bills so it would be an even playing field. Like if the Rams had lost to the Chiefs, we would have said, oh, they lost to Patrick Mahomes, the guy who's already won a Super Bowl, a guy who's already won 50 touchdowns. There's really no excuse for the Rams to lose to the Bengals. They are the heavy favorites here. They are the team built to win the Super Bowl right now. It's now or never for the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, Matthew Stafford is 32 years old. He's not going to get any younger. This is his moment. This is their moment to beat up on a Bengals team that they are far superior than. A lot of the time we get to the week before the Super Bowl, and the biggest thing to talk about is usually the game itself. But this year, that's not the case, and it's not great for the NFL that this game is not the topic on everyone's mind. Everyone is talking about, first, the Brian Flores situation. Former Dolphins coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL for racial discrimination in their hiring process. This is the absolute worst kind of headlines before the big game, because this has nothing to do with the game itself. And not only does this lawsuit involve race, but it also involves an owner being accused of offering his head coach a lot of money to lose games on purpose so they can get a higher draft pick. That's when you start to get into the gray area of the league. You cannot give off the impression that these games are being decided in the background because if that's the case, there's absolutely no reason for any of us to watch football. The reason we all watch football is for the excitement of not knowing who is going to win in the end. Any given Sunday, the best team can lose to the worst team. That's what we're being offered. And if we're not being offered that, then we might have to change our entire viewpoints of how we watch football moving forward. I have no idea how this is going to play out. I have no idea if Brian Flores is going to win this lawsuit. I have no idea if Brian Flores is going to coach in this league again. But these are the absolute worst kind of headlines before the Super Bowl because we're not talking about how great football is. We're talking about the mishandlings of the people in power. And then the other thing people are talking about other than this game is Tom Brady retiring. Think about this. ESPN basically forced Tom Brady to retire early. It's probably their fault that Tom Brady retired before the Super Bowl. I think this is the worst case scenario for this Super Bowl in general because now we're talking about the greatest football player ever to play instead of talking about the actual game. No one is talking about this actual football game that is going to happen in about a week from now. This is the biggest game of the year. This is the Super Bowl and no one is talking about the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. They're all talking about the noise surrounding other things about the NFL. Some really bad things and some really okay things. I mean, it's okay that the greatest player in football is retiring, but I think the NFL should actually be mad about this Tom Brady retirement because it's taking all of the noise away from the Super Bowl. Who is actually talking about this game? They're all talking about Brian Flores and that scandal, and they're all talking about Tom Brady retiring and not mentioning the New England Patriots. And maybe some of that is because of the lack of star power in the Super Bowl. Yes, the Los Angeles Rams have some really big names on their roster. These guys put up stats, but it's not like Aaron Rodgers is in the Super Bowl. If Aaron Rodgers were in the Super Bowl, a lot more people would be talking about the Super Bowl because a lot of people either A, like Aaron Rodgers or despise Aaron Rodgers. So we would be talking about Aaron Rodgers and this football game. We would be talking about Patrick Mahomes going for his 
his second Super Bowl title, but instead we're talking about everything else going around the league except this football game, and I think that's the worst case scenario for the NFL. Hopefully as the week goes on, more people talk about this game, but right now they're talking about everything but the game. And yes, the NFL probably deserves it because of how dreadful they've carried on with the Rooney Rule. It has now become a mockery. Brian Flores probably is on the right side of history. We all agree with that. But this is Super Bowl Sunday. This is supposed to be the biggest game of the year. This is the worst timing for a scandal like this. The NFL needs to learn from these kind of things because you can't have these kind of things happening before your biggest game. You cannot have an owner being accused of losing football games on purpose right before your biggest game of the year. And you can't have your greatest player in football history retire right before the game because the noise needs to be about the game. And right now, the noise is about everything else. And I honestly don't think that's going to change up until the game. And the game better be great. Like, when that game's over, we better be talking about how epic that game was or we're just going to continue to talk about these other things. I mean, the Brian Flores situation is not going away, nor should it. The Tom Brady noise probably could go away if you have a great Super Bowl. Make this game matter. My Super Bowl prediction is the Rams are going to win. I always go with the veteran team. They are the ones who seize the moment because they've been through a lot of losing. Stafford with the Lions and Odell with the Giants. These guys understand what's at stake. It's now or never for the Rams to win the Super Bowl, and I'm predicting they win in decent fashion. And right now, I'm feeling really good about Matthew Stafford. I mean, the last two times he's beaten two quarterbacks who have been to the Super Bowl. He beat Tom Brady, a seven-time Super Bowl champion, and he beat Jimmy Garoppolo, who no matter what you feel about Jimmy G, Jimmy G has been to a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford has been two Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks in a row. So yes, I have faith in him to beat the young Joe Burrow and end up winning his first Super Bowl title. I am on the side of Matthew Stafford and I want Matthew Stafford to win because I think Matthew Stafford is a really good player. Yes, I know some people have him on the outside of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. I think that's ridiculous. He is a guy who puts up some really great stats and for the most part his entire career he was on a really bad football team we need to stop criticizing super talented players from being on really bad teams it was never Matthew Stafford's fault that he was on the Detroit Lions yes was Matthew Stafford sometimes part of the problem with the amount of interceptions that he threw absolutely but Matthew Stafford was never the one holding the Lions back it was the organization I like when a player like that and up proving us all wrong and becoming a winning player. I mean, if we're being honest, this is the first time ever that Matthew Stafford has been on a team with Super Bowl winning expectations. So if he ends up winning the game, he will be one for one in winning with a team that should go on to win the Super Bowl. I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford to win this game. Yes, I think Joe Burrow is an amazing story. I think Joe Burrow is the future of the NFL. I think this is a guy who is going to go to another Super Bowl, possibly win. And I do think this guy is a future MVP. I think this guy is going to be a proverbial top five quarterback in the league. Joe Burrow is the future of the NFL in my mind. But right now I just feel like it's the Los Angeles Rams time and I also like the idea of a team winning who didn't lose and draft a lot of players. They went out and they spent a lot of 
money. I like it when there are different kinds of ways of winning football games and winning. I don't like the whole idea of, oh, I'm going to tank and then I'm going to draft a bunch of players. I like the idea of the Rams going outside of their organization, bringing in a lot of really good players and end up winning the Super Bowl. I think more players should do it. The Rams were all in on getting to the Super Bowl and now they've made their second Super Bowl in five years and I'd like them to be rewarded with a Super Bowl win. Either way, I hope it's a really good game because so far this NFL postseason has been really thrilling. Hopefully, we get an overtime game. Although, that might be the NFL's biggest nightmare because then we'd have the overtime controversy all over again. I'm picking the Rams to win. We shall see if Stafford and the Rams can get the job done. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.